Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Maven and Rummage are going to hate me. They're talking about Malik Cunningham. And, like, I understand what they're trying to say. Okay, well, let's see then. No, I, understand. Why do you have to, do you have to I'm just trying baby to, the sound? Just, well, you're, ba- you, no, you're banging the damn sound. You are babying the sound. Quit banging my, <laughs> making a rubbish. Play the effing sound. Because I don't want what to happen a couple months ago. It's like, you took what, that off contact. Scared. Who now. are you What happened? Of? What happened it, a couple months ago? What they, happened they, a couple they, months they ago? They tweet out against yeah, you. Yeah, you lost my lights every day. No, I played a clip out of context, and I got crushed for it. shut up. You guys and maybe the rummage. I got crushed all around for it. So this is out of context clip. such a baby about it. Just play the sound. Oh, God, but you don't have to read a dissertation. I apologize, David and Rubbish. They're making me do this. Don't be mad name. at me, David and Rubbish. That was good. That was good. Oh, Mitch and I used to have some epic battles, by uh, the way. I love Andy's style there. Just oh, play yeah. it. Shut up. Play Shut it. up. Play it. Shut up. And I'm like, why you quit being a baby? And by the way, last night, and it's the round table here on ESPCC 105.7, James Triple and it's real James Black on the show today. Uh, when I was t- texting last night, I was yeah. getting to. Hey, was that the Mitch that was the voice of reason? Yeah, th- that was the voice <laughs> of reason. So Mitch was actually the voice of reason last night for me because I was on Twitter. Mitch was. Ar- Mitch was. I was on Twitter arguing about Lamont Paris at let me see what time this was. This was at ten eighteen PM, which is past my bedtime. And I'm like I am texting back and forth and Mitch texts me back, he just says, Save it for three o'clock, big boy. And I said, You know what? Good call. I need to go to bed. Mitch, you're my voice of reason. That do you regret that tweet? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't regret. I don't regret it. Mitch, I, I, you're my voice of reason. He, he last night I went to bed and I slept like a baby. You slept on slept it. like a baby. So yep. yeah, no, I, I was I was feeling good about it. I, I, I'm okay. Thank okay. you, Mitch Handigan. Thank you, Mitch, for not for for telling me not to go. Shout out, Mitch. That was producing. It was producing. It was producing yeah. on the fly too. Good job, Mitch. So appreciate that. Hey, 27 area locations. Walk in, drive through, delivery. Cox's and Evergreen Louisville or liquors. That's sorry, Louisville's go to your liquor store. Um, and today. Today is the day. Buy three cigars, get one free. Buy three cigars, get one free. It's every Wednesday at every Cox's and Evergreen Liquor, so go check them out. While you're in there, get your cigars. Check out the wine selection. They have the craft beer selection. If you don't want any craft beer, hey, you're, you're like, I don't like that snobby beer. You want a Bush Light or a Miller Light or a Bud Light or, or a Coors Light or whatever you want. You want a big, you want a Bud Heavy. They got that too. They got the mixers. They got all the bourbons. They got everything. 
everything you need for when you're ready to party these cold, long winter nights. Cox's Evergreen Liquors, they'll help you out. Go to coxeslouisville.com. Okay, been a been an interesting show today, Anna. We've, we've, yeah. we've covered a lot of ground here. Uh, you got really mad yesterday. I did. I got really mad today. I love it. Uh, we, we, exactly. And, you know, we had a little weird Wednesday. Kendrick Haskins was as good as usual. Uh, we, have, we haven't talked about it, but tonight the Kentucky Wildcats take on the Florida Gators. It's an 8 p.m. tip-off. And good for me because Kellen has his first tournament game tonight at 6.30. So when I leave here, I'll be busting it out to go. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, to go watch them play in the I tournament. I how so, much earlier that starts. Oh, yeah. So the tournament starts today for the 5th and 6th grade. Wow. Yeah, the 7th and 8th grade already played on Monday. They won. So this good. is our, our first game. So I got to – but it, it, the, the Kentucky start time is perfect because that game will be over – like they last like 45 minutes. Is Kellen nervous? Um, no, they've been practicing pretty darn hard okay. here the last couple of days. So I think, I think they're just focused. I think Who they're, are they they're ready to go. I can't remember. Can't remember. Yeah, it's a great, I don't, I don't know. That's okay. A, I don't know. But I can't remember. But we're St. Paul, let's but go. But we're St. Paul, let's go. Let's so yeah, go. I'll be, I'll be out there today, uh, checking it out. But when I get home, I'll be watching the Kentucky Wildcats take on the Florida Gators. And the last time out, we talked a little bit about it earlier, Anna. Kentucky wins 85-87 at Florida. And this is a game, and and, you know, we heard earlier, uh, you know, not heard, but like the the talk has been a lot about, you know, who's going to be the the go-to big. And that Mm -hmm. was a game where Aaron Bradshaw was very, very good. Yeah. He was really good against Florida. And I'm getting, I'm pulling it up right here. So so yeah, this was actually Kentucky's first SEC games right after they played Illinois State, which they beat Illinois State by 26 points uh and you look you look here at the Reeves had 19 points that that game he was really really good a best game where Aaron Bradshaw had he was had 10 points seven rebounds uh block shot two steals okay so that was one of his in 26 minutes so those were good numbers um the the, the leader of the score scoring leader was Antonio Reeves he had 19 Shepard had 14 Wagner had 14 and Trey Mitchell had 12 so a lot of your that was a game where Rob Dillingham really didn't do too much he only had six yeah. in that game and Florida so, was like what a two three point favorite I think they were a favorite. Yeah, they were yeah. a favorite going into that game. Kentucky, uh, they were down. Let's see. They were down eight going into halftime. They were down 45-37. Ended up winning the second half 50-40 um, in that game. But, I, you know, I... <laughs> I want to say this could be a chance for Kentucky to kind of get their groove back uh-huh. uh, as far as offense is concerned. Uh, Florida is not like a great defensive team. They're a very good rebounding team. That was yeah. the worry going into that, that game. And the mm-hmm. rebound disparity, Kentucky had 40 rebounds. Florida only had 43. So they, yeah. they beat them only by three, yeah. which was good. And that was a game where Onyenso only played 14 minutes. He didn't, he had, but he had five rebounds and six points in 14 minutes. I mean, he had a, he had a solid game. That it, game felt like a big turning point to me at the time. Looking back now, it doesn't as much, but it felt like they proved something on the road in that first game against Florida. Uh, But yeah, interesting to see what they'll do having Florida at home. Um, Hopefully, just build on what they did in the first game. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how Uganda plays with the more minutes, with more of, I guess, the responsibility on his shoulders. And that was a question, too, for me. Is like, okay, Cal said at at the beginning of the week, or I'm sorry, Saturday after the game, he was like, okay, maybe now at this point I I, I, I start Ugana yeah. and I bring Brash off the bench. Let's see if he does that tonight. Yeah. That, that, I'm, I'm going to be looking for that. I'm going to be looking to see. Uh, this is the first time that they should have everybody available. Ooh. 
the first time they buddy. did because I mean, uh, Duthiero missed all those back. games. Yep. Uh, v was out all those games. Mm-hmm. Rob Dillingham was out Saturday at Arkansas. Kentucky still wins without him. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have everybody available. Okay, what, what does Cal's rotation look like tonight? Does That's, chaos ensue? We don't know. With well, everyone back. I hope not. I hope he doesn't go with the South Carolina model and oh, starts throwing stuff at a bro. wall and seeing what sticks. He didn't do I that. would turn the look, game off if that happened. To his credit, he didn't do that against Arkansas. No. He did not hit the panic button against less Arkansas. Less panic, less he, panic. Yes, and, and he, he stuck with a group of players and he said, these are the dudes I'm sticking with. Mm-hmm. Justin Edwards wasn't a part of that equation. Aaron Bradshaw wasn't really part of that equation. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Zvonavir-Visic wasn't really a part of that equation. Mm-mm. But now that you have Rob Dillingham back, does that take a, a load a little bit off of Reed Shepard? Because he had to do mm-hmm. a lot in that second half at Arkansas. He had to take over. They, he put the ball in his hands, let him take over that game. What does it look like now? So you've got everybody back. You have everybody at your disposable. What do the minutes look like when the game's over? Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, Reed does well in that role there. Um, I, mean, I like it. With well, I like him running points. I think he does better when there's more pressure on his shoulders, honestly. He's that type of guy. He's that type yeah. of gritty mentally. That's where he is. Where he set up playing defense. He got those steals. Had that breakaway dunk. Had the big three. three. Throws. He's uh, always free clutch throws, coming yeah. down to it. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I think what I'm most looking forward to after Cal's comments about, you know, the first half being a test run, really solidifying things in the second half, seeing who he starts with that going forward and how different it looks from who starts the second half and who gets playing time going on. Yeah. I think that that's that's what's most on my mind going into this game. How does the lineup change first half to second half? Because then it gives you more insight into the mind of Cal and what he's thinking with his substitution. So, to me, that's going to be my biggest takeaway. Um, second half minutes will be what I'm watching for the most. Yeah, and, and look, this is a game where obviously it's not a must win. I mean, yeah. Kentucky's fine. They've beat them once, but but the, for me, it's how do you look heading into Saturday? Yeah, because Saturday's a big a big game. That's Ooh, yeah. that's the biggest that's their biggest SEC game yet. Mm-hmm. I know Texas A&M on the road was you know first really hostile environment. I know Florida is hostile, but there's a lot of Kentucky fans there. Always find their way to Gainesville. Texas A&M was like really the first time they had a hostile crowd. They lose that game in overtime. Very hostile crowd in South Carolina. Uh-huh. Don't perform where that well there. Okay, now you're at home. Yeah. Now you're at home for two straight games. Yeah. Show us something. Do you think with Tennessee losing to South Carolina, do you think that takes away or adds pressure or doesn't change it with the ma- with the Tennessee matchup for Kentucky this weekend? I think it adds pressure to Tennessee. See, I was going to say it takes away from me. Well, for Kentucky, it takes away from me, but maybe it does add pressure to Tennessee. Yeah. I think it adds pressure to Tennessee because, I mean, you look at the SEC standings right now and you have Alabama at the top. They're 6-1 and one in the conference and you have South Carolina right behind them. It's, they're half a game back. And then you have a, a three-way tie between Auburn, Kentucky, and Tennessee, all at 5-2. and two. So if Kentucky wins tonight, they're looking good. They they move up there at 6-2. and two. They move up there with South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Tennessee already played this week. They lost. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're going to move ahead of Tennessee. They're going to move ahead of Auburn. Tennessee comes in. Kentucky's ahead of them right now. Mm-hmm. Tennessee wants to get there. Mm-hmm. They just lost at home. Yeah, but surprising. Like, like South Carolina was a big underdog in that game. Oh heck yeah! They came in the smack them in the mouth. Not even top twenty five. Yeah, not even top twenty five. Tennessee had like a eighty percent chance of winning that game, mm-hmm. according to the ESPN Power Index or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. 
I think Tennessee is going to be in. I think it's going to be pressure on Tennessee. I think they'll come in and they're going to come in hot. Coming red hot. Yeah. yeah I think coming they're coming in red hot. Chip on their shoulder. Yeah. How does Kentucky handle that? Yeah. I think that's the bigger story. Because the pressure's on Tennessee yeah. to win that game. Because it really leveled the playing field. Yeah. Honestly. Absolutely. So, no, th- 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 this Florida game's important in the fact of it builds into how do you look on Saturday? Mm-hmm. What, what are you going to do as a team? And yep. also, uh, you know, Antonio Reeves is finally starting to get the recognition mm-hmm. that he deserves. We've been talking about this since late last week. So he is a couple things here. He's on the couple watch lists. Uh, he has made the top twenty uh, watch list for the Wooden Award nice. late season. So they, you know how they cut they they cut they they start off with a certain number uh-huh. and they cut it as the season goes along. Yep. So he's now in that top twenty. Any range. other Kentucky players on that? Uh, no, not the no. Wooden Award. Okay. Uh, no, not, not not for the Wooden Award top twenty list. It is. Let's see here. You've got some other SEC guys. Jadon Brooms in there from the SEC. Dalton Connects in there from the SEC. Obviously, Reeves. Those are your those are your SEC guys. So yeah. Dalton Connect, Antonio Reeves, uh, and I'm a little surprised that um, that he's really the only one. But I, mean, I think those are the three. Most John Broom's been very, very good. It's gonna be interesting mm-hmm. to see how our bigs play against him. So he's made he made that list. Okay, so top this best player in the country. Obviously, Zach he's gonna you know probably win that. <laughs> uh, and then you have also he's also made a top ten list in the Jerry West. Okay. Award. Okay. So he's on the Jerry West Award top 10. That's one of the best guards mm-hmm. uh, in the country. Okay. So I think that's very, very cool for Antonio Reeves to finally start getting some recognition as one of the best players in, in America. So here are the other names on the Jerry West Award top 10 list. You've got Trey Alexander from Creighton, LJ Cryer, Houston, Janelle Davis, FAU, RJ Davis, obviously UNC, Boogie Ellis, USC. I forgot about Boogie Ellis. Caleb yeah. Love, Arizona. Arizona, um, uh, Kevin McCuller, Kansas, Tyson Walker, Michigan State, and then Jacoby Walter from Baylor. No Isaiah Collier uh, uh, from from S- Southern California. I mean, he he was. I mean, he he was kind of in that Justin Edwards range of like yeah. you know debatable. Is he the number one draft pick or not? I mean, he's been. He has not lived up to it. Now he hasn't been as frustrating as Justin Edwards, mm-hmm. but his his season at USC hasn't gone the way that a lot of people thought it was. So he, he's on the list, but Antonio Reeves is on that list. So he's starting to get the recognition he deserves. So, I mean, right now, now, now teams know. Yep. Right now, now teams know who you are. They're they're zeroed in on him. Um, yeah. I feel like UK finally is kind of getting behind the campaign for Antonio All American. Yeah. I'm surprised it took them as long as it did. Really. I'm with you. Uh, but yeah, I feel like they've just kind of because you know they went hard. Nick Richards, they like really kind of campaigned. Oh for man, him. that was oh the Nick Richards so campaign like, bro, was. You're Antonio, right about let's that. Go. Yeah. I think because it's just been a surprise, you know. <laughs> yeah. he, he wasn't like if let's say Jacob Toppin would have done it last year after it was this big offseason expectation for him to just be through the roof. It wasn't that for Antonio Reeves, so it's almost taken away because it took a little bit longer for people to know. That's a good point. It was the emphasis was so much on. Rob Dillingham, DJ Wagner, Reed Shepard. People didn't care if Antonio came back. They were like, just make a decision so we can fill the spot. The, it, it was the spot that they wanted to fill. They didn't really yeah. care if it were him. Yeah, no, it was it, it was it was all about either come back and take the spot as you said, or don't come back. So Cal so get we somebody can fill else. It. Make a decision. It was, it, it, you're right. It, at the time when he came back, 
and, and decided that he made it. He, dra- he, he dragged it out for a long time. When he came back and made the decision, it was like, okay, good. Now we can move on. The roster's complete. It wasn't like, yes, we and got Antonio, Antonio Reeves. Reeves is back. This is no. huge. A game changer. It, it, sh- it probably should have been. I know. I like, didn't that's feel all, that way. That's not, I don't yeah. think anybody did. It was just no. like, okay, the roster is complete. We can move and on. And I truly believe that he wanted to leave. Oh, he I, did. I really believe he didn't want. I think just circumstantially he had to come back. But what a what a gift there that he did oh, for both parties. It would be involved. so different. Oh, it would be different. I mean, you you th- you look at his his scoring, Anna. Where he, I mean, he. I mean, I'll just go read just a couple of of, of recent um, games from Antonio Reeves. How, how huge he's been for Kentucky. But no, you're, you're right. It went at the time. It was just like, okay, good. Yeah. he's back. He we fills can, a roster. We, we can spot. move on because it was the expectation was. Oh yeah, it's going to be Rob Dillingham and it's going to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, his last few games here. If you look at his game log, uh, let's see here, uh, against, where'd he go? Oh, here it is. All right, against Arkansas, 24. South Carolina, 15. Georgia, 21. Mississippi State, 27. Texas A&M, 22. I mean, the outlier there is the 15 he had Good against Lord. South Carolina. And it, and it goes on. I mean, he had uh, he had 14 against Missouri, 19 against Florida, 27 against Illinois State, 30 against Louisville. I mean, he's been on a tear. He's he scored in double figures in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 straight games. Good Lord. The only game, this will blow your mind. The only game he has not scored in double figures this season. Uh-huh. He scored nine against North Carolina. The only game he did not score double figures in is nine. The only time he's only gone he's only gone below twenty points. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. Good luck. He's only gone sub 20 points seven times this season. The guy's been unreal. Not to mention what he's done defensively. Just yeah. to make that big of a leap on offense. But to be your best perimeter defender and to do it at his age and like development point is huge. Because yes. you're not expecting a big jump season to season. Because The biggest jump you expect is freshman to sophomore year. Because you look at like a guy like Davion Mintz. Yeah. Like, like, Kellen like he, Gray. He, yeah, they were who they were. Yeah. Like, they didn't you make this. You know what you're getting. You didn't make, like, Davion Mintz didn't make a big jump from his first year at Kentucky to yep. his second year at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. He was just, he was steady Eddie. Right. He was, he was the same guy. Kellen Grady's numbers dropped from when he was at. Most of those guys, their numbers dropped, dropped. Right. when they go from mid-major to big-time Division One college basketball. Antonio Reeves, his numbers are better. <laughs> it's just, that's better. insane. He's a better player than he was last. And you talk about it defensively. Uh, uh, Chuck Martin talked about the defense. Uh, and, you know, he highlighted on Yenso. Uh, he said this. He said, I think for people who haven't seen on Yenso live, you know, you see him on TV. You obviously know he's a seven footer. When you see him live, he's one of the biggest human beings in the league. They, the way he can move for his size defensively and pick and rolls is unbelievable. So when you have a guy of that size and that type of agility defensively, he gives everyone on the floor courage that we can accomplish this rotation. So yeah. he's been huge for us. That is a huge deal when you have a guy like that on defense who clogs up the paint and who is a threat to block every shot that goes up in the paint. Yeah. That gives you confidence to really get after it on the perimeter on defense because you know if something happens and you get beat, you have him back there. Yeah. It is a complete game changer. And Kentucky's, Kentucky's and Cal said this, Kentucky's best defensive lineup is Reed Shepard 
Antonio Reeves, mm-hmm. DJ Wagner, Trey Mitchell, and Onyenso. Who would have thought Antonio Reeves would be in that? I mean, not yeah, me. not nobody. He Last year, nobody. Not getting minutes because of, of his, his defense, defense for and, half, three fourths of the and season. And you look at that lineup and you say, Reed Shepard scores, Antonio Reeves scores, DJ Wagner scores, Trey Mitchell scores. Mm-hmm. So you did found Yenso can't really score offensively. You got four Who out of cares? five. Who cares? Who cares? Yep. I mean, you got to give credit to Cal for that. As much yeah. as I, that's not my natural inclination. I know it's not. You, you, you and I are very uh, opposite. Very like, different. Like, I don't want to give like Stoops Liam Cohen and Stoops. Yeah. Like, you, but you're, so different. That's fine. That's fine. That's for a good mix to have. he's yeah. developed that and figure talent. figure this out. And not NBA draft lottery talent where they just develop with age. It doesn't matter who you are or where they are. You're developing talent that wouldn't have a shot at the NBA if they didn't come to Kentucky. You think Antonio Reeves would? No. No. And he was on an NBA and he was in that the second round. Don't get me wrong, but he's on so much he's on an NBA me. draft board. Yep. That says that that's a point to Cal. And yeah. even just the changes he's made, bringing in a different strength and conditioning guy. I mean, I yeah. think that's half of Antonio Reeves' battle about defensively. He has such a quicker first step. It's helped him offensively tremendously, but how he moves laterally on the perimeter has been a complete game changer. And I mean, that's just, that's great for recruiting, period. How yeah. you can develop any type of talent when it comes out. Not they're just ready elite to work, freshmen. Mm-hmm, who will develop anyway. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna develop be good anyway. Because they're growing. I, I, I figured like at this point now, like the John Calipari, I'm going to be nice to my lottery picks that times mm-hmm. cut short. Thank God. Now, I, I like, I don't know. God, like we we saw less of Aaron Bradshaw, we saw less of Justin Edwards. And how surprised are you that Aaron Bradshaw has, is struggling the way he was? Because we very when he's, much. I am too. Because the, the way he started, mm-hmm. he started off playing very well. But I think it's natural. Like most freshmen, you think the SEC is too physical for him. Mm. That could be part of it, but also he got a late start because yeah. of injury, etc. And most freshmen, you do see that. Okay, the first two games, and then naturally, your freshman year, there's always kind of an up and down period of it. Right. I think he's just going through that a few months, weeks later, because he didn't have the same start as everybody else. I think it's natural. I'm not too worried about it, truthfully. Okay, so so you, you still think there's time for Aaron Bradshaw? I do. And you, but you don't? I do. Justin Edwards? No. Because he's I, had, I agree with you. Because he hasn't been gotten any better one. with a year and a half. I mean, like with before from preseason. Oh, he was he played in he, Toronto. There's not even steps to see him getting better. Right. There's nothing that I, I just don't see the potential. He was there. better at the beginning of the season than he is now. Yeah. He's actually gotten worse. Yeah. Which is weird. And and I just don't see it changing. I don't know whether it's like a gut feeling or it's things that I can't quite quantify yet. Yeah. But even athletically, I don't think he's different than Aaron Bradshaw. I feel I feel like Cal's just like trying to be nice to him right now, not 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 trying to crush not his trying confidence. To embarrass like the he kid. would, because you know, he he talked very differently about Aaron Bradshaw than he did Justin Edwards. Yes, Aaron Bradshaw, he's like, okay, man, I need to bench you. Yep, Justin Edwards, he's like, oh, you oh, know, well, I've I'm seen waiting him for practice. him to get his confidence. Yeah, because once he gets it, I, I see it, I know it, and he is like, I think I think there is a he, mental Cal aspect. Cal is a psychologist as much as he's yes. a coach. I, I promise I, you. I feel like there. I feel like there's something there in Justin Edwards' head yep. that's holding. Like where Aaron Bradshaw, I feel like he maybe thinks he needs a little fire under his behind. Yeah. And I think that's what Cal does really well because yeah. he, knows he knows how to coach players. different guys. Exactly. But one narrative that I don't agree with that I have seen on Twitter from um, UK fans is, "Oh, Justin Edwards is just in his own head and he's getting in his own way." I don't think it's. You that. don't think it's that. I think he's just not that good. 
I promise okay. you, I think he's just not that good. Okay. If you can get in his head all he wants, and maybe he is in his head because he knows he but can't But there's compete. a talent issue there, too. All right, let's take a break. James uh, Black is uh, letting us know here. And we're going to we're gonna read a little, uh, some te- there's a lot of text coming in, so we'll, we can do those in a minute. Uh, all right, before we go on to break, 502hemp.com, 812hemp.com. My good friends there. I've got some products from them uh, over the weekend. Had a good weekend, relaxing weekend. Great sleep. That's one thing about 502hemp or 812hemp. You take their products, you're going to go to bed, sleep like a baby, wake up refreshed, ready to go. They've got stuff for you for anxiety, depression. It's all organic. It's all legal. They have it in multiple, in multiple different forms. They have it in, in like, like it's almost like a, like, a, like a soft drink form. They have it in a bath bomb. They have it in oil. They have it in a gummy. They have it in vape. They have it in every single form that you want. So whatever your particular interest is, your particular, uh, your, your particular taste, uh, they'll help you out there so dd taylor and her associates are there to help you check out 502 hemp in douglas hills here over in louisville and then 812 hemp over by me in southern indiana clarksville indiana off of lewis and clark parkway over by court physical therapy and kroger check them out tell us the round table sent you josh pate sound next taking care of your family isn't always easy so we make sure getting care when you need it is with Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Christy Mack is from Dixie Highway. Okay, okay. She there, went to there, there, my high one. school. I, I, to your I, high school. I, I've talked to her many times. We have very, a lot of mutual friends. <laughs> we did. <laughs> You're listening to the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. True story. Chris Mack's wife. She went to my high school. She yeah. graduated from there. Did you know Chris Mack's wife was from here, James? I you knew know that. that. You know, you know I Anna? knew she was a baller. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she played basketball. She flew. She went to she, she the South End. Yeah. Like me. Represent, <laughs> baby. Represent the South End. You Highway. It's the round table. Anna Trill, James Strebel, James Black. We have a lot of extra programming here on ESPN 680. Our family of stations at 93.9 The Ville. It's like tonight. The high school hour coming up right after us. That's presented by the Cutter Group. That'll be at 6 p.m. Then after that, go check out Louisville Sports Live at 7 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Saturday, the Victory Formation Sports Show with Jeff Lightsey, James Black, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. over on 93.9 The Ville. And then Sunday, get your weekend. Sunday morning hangover end 10. 10 a.m. Noon, Nick Curran, Phil Baker, Zachy C., the man, Cantrell, 680-1057. We're going to do a couple texts here real quick, and then I want to get to this Josh Pate sound because it's a big deal, this Tennessee stuff that's going on. Uh, Texter. Oh, there's the highway next to the little alien. Oh, uh, Rachel Nevada, very surreal and awesome. Look at that landscape. Wow, oh I can my see, gosh, that's beautiful. I can see some some weirdness happening out there at night too. For sure, stars, watch out for maybe. Area 51. There's Zach Cantrell. Zach, uh, Texter Antonio came back for uh, two reasons. One, La Familia got some NIL money for him due to Cal not worried about transfer NIL. The freshman begged him to come back, and he knew he was getting a shot at being a starter. Also, that line. 
lineup you just read was my whole fight with you over not needing Hunter Dickinson. Hey, that's fine. You win that fight. I, I, I'll, I'll bend the knee and acquiesce. You win. Text your hot take for tonight. Bradshaw scores 15 and gets 10 boards. Okay. Uh, Texter, how does Antonio Reeves? I, that's a great... 22-23? It's a great sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question. 22-23, something like that. Texter, my daughter went to Roswell last summer. I'd love to go to... I want to go to Roswell. I want to go to Point Pleasant. Oh. Uh, I want to go... Like, There's some weird places I still need to go to. Point Pleasant. Uh, I want to go to the Serpent Mound. Uh, no, it's not where, that's not where Bobby Petrino lives. Uh <laughs> the name of his home. Text, text your Dixie Highway, huh? Now it all makes sense. Did you not know I'm you from Dixie know? Highway? He reps loud and proud. <laughs> I do. Text her, Rig just cut Anna off and shut her down. It's break time, little lady. No, that's but not. What? <laughs> James was whispering to us that we need to get to a break. Yeah. That, that's why. It wasn't anything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't personal. All right, let's go ahead and do this. All right, so we have some Josh Pate sound. We love Josh Pate. We do. Pate, Pate State. State. Uh, here on ESP 680. He's been a guest here on the show on the roundtable. And he, he talks about what we talked about, Andy, yesterday, the old Tennessee thing. So the mm-hmm. NCAA is coming in to, to Knoxville saying, no, you can't do that. Basically, the allegation is that they induced a recruit with NIL, yeah. $8 million. Yeah. So they're set to hammer Tennessee with with some some, uh, some, sanctions. some sanctions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's what Josh Pate said today uh, about Tennessee and the NCAA. Go ahead, Zach. In no merit-based world do these people have jobs. It's never, it's never the case in a merit-based world. Imagine for a second you work in construction. I've done this before. Imagine you work in construction and you show up to the job site one week and there's your schematic and there's the overall blueprint and here, here's lumber here and here's HVAC and then the next Monday you show up, the plans have changed. And yet, what are we going to do? Well, we can't reverse what we already built. So I guess we're just going to kind of go by these plans now. Then you show up the next Monday and you got a whole new set of HVAC instructions and you got a new angle that they want the ceiling built at. And you have no choice but to keep going. You're working on a deadline. And fast forward six months, the house is built. And then the inspector shows up and says, this house doesn't look right. I'm going to punish you. Yep. What would you do? Anyone in their right mind would say, well, you kind of put us in an impossible situation because the rules kept changing. That's what Don Plowman's saying. saying. You fools actually have the audacity to change the rules at the 11th hour of every day and then look at us and think we're supposed to enforce it. And by the way. It's not just like like wind direction changing. Okay, that's as simple as south, southwest, and north, northeast, and the end. In this world, please understand, these are entire major organizations that you're trying to run. And so if you change guidelines today, on January 30th, I have to then completely restructure my organization or my player personnel or my NIL or my recruiting department, and I'm hopefully building and then I'm hiring to build a structure to add adhere to your guidelines and that's a that's a six to 12 month process and then eight months into it you change the guidelines again and all the while you're telling me some rules got broken (laughs) you're telling me some corners got cut that's not the problem i'm pro enforcement i would love to see guidelines on this whole thing these aren't the people to do it Wow, I love that. that's really that good. That was kind of my point earlier. He just put it in such a beautiful analogy. Yeah. That makes complete sense. You could try to play by the rules all you want, but if the rules change every Keep five changing. minutes, yeah. 
How are you supposed to know? And you could be halfway through the process of sealing this recruit and doing it this way, that way, whatever. And then the rules change. And then retroactively, they come back and say, well, you couldn't, you shouldn't have done that. Get but there was out no, of but, here. Yeah. The NCAA is pathetic. It is. Well, I mean, just look at the Zvonimir Vichas thing. Like, there's no, in no world it should have taken that long. And they had the old, the audacity to, when he had that big celebrate game, against, to celebrate it and tweet it out. Like, it was like, no, B word. F- you are, <laughs> sorry. B word, listen. B word, listen. You are the reason why he had to sit and he's behind now because of your stupid, slow ass rules. The fact that that billboard worked. Tells you everything you need to know about, <laughs> about the, the NCAA. NCAA. Tells you everything you need well, to know. Well, Tennessee is fired back, and not just Tennessee, but the state of Tennessee and the state of West Virginia. Uh, this is from ESPN.com. Yeah, Appalachia, represent. NCAA sued over NIL rules after Tennessee football investigation. The attorneys general, attorneys plural, general of Tennessee and Virginia filed an antitrust lawsuit against the NCAA on Wednesday that challenged its ban on the use of name, image, and likeness compensation in the recruitment of college athletes, athletes, and in response to the association's investigation of the University of Tennessee. The lawsuit filed in the Eastern District of Tennessee seeks to undercut NCAA rules against recruiting inducements and claims the association is, quote, enforcing rules that unfairly restrict how athletes can commercially use their name, image, and likeness at a critical juncture in the recruiting calendar. End quote. New quote. These uh, anti-competitive restrictions violate the Sherman Act, harm the states, and the welfare of their athletes and should be declared unlawful and enjoined. End quote. So this this is about, so now it's getting into the legal realm. Yep, and I, I so much cooler. I remember when Florida was trying to get in on that about the playoff losers. Oh yeah, yeah. Like this is legit when you need to use that power. Well, um, now we have the government. Now we have the government versus the NCAA. Thank you, NCAA, for for being so crappy that being so crappy that the government's now involved. And, and Thank the you, government's NCAA. Probably like, you told us that we had, you know, jurisdiction state, yeah, over states, this. States have autonomy of, of what they can don't? do. Yeah. Don't get your exactly. stuff together, NCAA. Yeah, just throw, they, I uh, hate the NCAA. It's so dumb. It, it, it is the worst run organization. They have no power and now they're, no, they can do anything. they're belly aching over Yeah, belly, be, little belly, belly aching. Little belly aching from the NCAA. Little boop, 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 from the NCAA. So I just thought that was all kinds of interesting. Now a we've BS. talked about here, Anna, a big weekend for college basketball. Uh, a, a highlight weekend for the sport, honestly. Uh, you don't have any NFL playoffs. It's just college basketball and the NBA is all you got this weekend. So good for them because they're highlight games so of course we've talked about it there's a number of good games so where does Kentucky versus Tennessee rank among these big games so my big one is Kansas Houston that's like my biggest one and then I don't know and then it's Kansas North I mean and then it's North Carolina and Duke right right oh man I'd say that's about tied with Kentucky-Tennessee to me. Normally, it would be North Carolina-Duke just because they're normally more head-to-head in the ACC. And they are, but they're, they're all not top ten matchups. Premier. Right. They're all, all three that's are top huge. ten matchups. Kentucky-Tennessee means right, a little Kansas more. Kansas might be on the outside a little. I got to look here. On my, but they're seventh or something, right? No, no are they Duke's ten? seven. Duke's they're seven. Ten. I think Kansas Kentucky's is ten. Kentucky's ten. Okay, so they're not So ten. Houston's three. Duke's seven. Kentucky's seven. I think Kansas is like 11. Okay. I think they so fit. they're right outside We're the game. But Kansas-Houston is my biggest one. So that's your biggest one? Mm-hmm. 
And then I would say Kentucky, Tennessee, because I feel like it's more, it would be more of a statement win for either of those two teams than North Carolina Duke would be. Okay. All right. Well, here's what the athletic thinks. Okay. All right. Number 10, St. Mary's at Gonzaga. Ooh, uh, that's who, always a yeah, good I, one, I, It's a good one, but those are two really teams. Care as they much. were top 10 teams, right? Saint, I mean, St. Mary's was a trendy pick to go to the Final Four, and they fell off quick. Like, everybody yeah. realized really fast, okay, maybe not Fraud. this year. Uh, number nine, number 22, BYU at number 23, Oklahoma. Um, no, that, that was on that was on uh, Tuesday, so that game's already been played. Uh, you have Utah State, they're number seventeen at San Diego State. That's Saturday, uh, number seven. And, uh, this uh, this was already played. This is Texas Tech versus Baylor. Texas Tech won that game. Uh, Providence at number one at UConn. That's tonight at eight thirty on FS One. Number five, number twelve, Iowa State at number eighteen, Baylor. Eight p.m. Oh. on ESPN Two. That'll be a good one. This they have Kentucky, Tennessee at number four. Okay. Number five, Kentucky at number 10. I'm sorry, number five, Tennessee at number 10, Kentucky. That's at 8.30 p.m. on Saturday. It says, let's hope this one lives up to last week's SEC heavyweight bout between Auburn and Alabama. This mm. matchup would be the headliner most weekends, which speaks to how stacked this slate is, but shouldn't take anything away from these two teams. The Volunteers will come into Rupp Arena angry after Tuesday's home loss to South Carolina. They'll need to, fight to fend off a feisty Kentucky that recently added seven foot two Zvonimir Visich to the mix and continues to lean on senior guard Antonio Reeves. This is another good on good matchup as Kentucky's top 10 offense according to Ken Palm faces a Tennessee defense that ranks as number two on Ken Palm. Number three Purdue at number six Wisconsin that's Sunday at 1 p.m. Number two here it comes. Houston, number four at Kansas. They're number eight. Saturday at 4 p.m. And, of course, number one, Duke. Duke North Carolina. Of course, it's number one. Get out. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're always going to be number one. Fools. It is. It's, whatever. It's, it's whatever. whatever. You've got you to bend the knee to Duke versus North Carolina. But they North play Carolina. so many times a year. I know. I know it. You know it, Anna. I know it. You know it. <laughs> Get out, whatever, whatever. Sure, uh, the fact that you wouldn't have—I'm not even rooting for Kentucky to be the number. No, one I'm spot. not either. That's not Kansas, my point. Kansas, Houston it's just is like, more important. I agree. I think Kansas and Houston is more. I think Duke's a complete fraud. Like, yeah. I, I don't trust them at all. Like they—they—they've lost a, they've lost a home game to Pitt. And then they lost how about a, a home game to Arizona. They've lost two home games North already. North Carolina last night. Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. North Georgia Car- Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech. North, North Carolina. By one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, there's yeah. So, but you got to you got to bend the knee to do North, North Carolina. Carolina. Well, if you play sixty-seven times a year, it doesn't mean you're the number one matchup every time. I don't know. I don't agree with that list at all. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I and think North Carolina clearly is the better team. Clearly, they are. Well, we'll see. Sat. I mean, it's at North Carolina. I mean, I, I think. I think North Carolina wins. I think North Carolina wins handily between like seven to twelve points. Okay, I would agree with That's that. That's my guess. So okay, so before we get out of here, a couple more things. Uh, what do you think Kentucky does this week? Do they go one and one, two and zero, zero and two? What do you think they do between? Because I won't see you again until next mm-hmm. Tuesday, so I won't see you until after these games tonight. Oh, they got Florida man. Saturday. Tennessee. I think they beat Florida. Okay, I'm really on the fence about Tennessee. I don't want to be take a cop out here, but I think I'd be able to. It'll sway me to see what they do tonight. I, I'm going to say two and zero. Oh. I'm going to say two and zero. Oh. I'm going to say two and zero oh because I think it's the first time in years that we've had a couple of times when Rupp Arena has been awesome. Yeah. So far this season, it was really cool uh, with Zvonimir Vesic. Oh. That was a lot of fun. Um, so we, we've seen we've seen that Rupp Arena crowd, you know, 
not like Anthony Davis team level or 2014, 2015 level, mm-hmm. but it's like this team's getting there They're with that. They're hungry for it. Yeah, I, I think I think Saturday's – I think it's going to be electric in there Saturday. Yeah. It's we just hate, especially with Tennessee coming off a loss, We hate Tennessee. Too. They're coming off a loss. They're ranked higher than Kentucky is. Mm-hmm. I, I think Saturday is going to be a big game. I think they go two and zero as well. I could change my mind between now. See, I have the luxury of I'll be on tomorrow and Friday mm-hmm. as well. You so can kind of yeah, I can kind of like hedge my hedge my bets here. Edit, edit, yeah. Edit, yeah, a little bit. Um, it depends on what happens tonight, but I th- I think it's going to be a big big time atmosphere now. Uh, also, last thing here before we got to go, because the high school hours next here at 6 p.m. on ESPN 680 105.7. Zach, you can get on this conversation as well, because it has to do with the station. Did you see last night who was at Fog Allen Fieldhouse, Zach? Who was there? Come who to the are mic. we referring to? Mr. Issel? No, no, it wasn't Mr. Issel. Drew Diener. Diener. Oh, Diener no. was at the fall. Oh, yeah. still converted him. Oh, yes. No. Drew and Ken, our, our, cell, our, our, our station manager, Drew and Ken were at Fall Gallon last night. Oh, yeah. Because what are they doing? Meetings in Kansas or something? Kansas City. Yeah. yeah Kansas okay. City. And our, our, the, the, uh, Chad and, the, and, and the, he was at Diener's with the big wigs. Let me show you where his seats were, Anna. I got to watch good basketball for once. Who can blame him? Oh, <laughs> exactly. Man. Yeah. Wait, wait till you see where they were sitting. At Fall Gallon. So this tells you, this is the, the, the waters Diener swimming in. Look at this. Here you go. There, here's here's, here's Diener and Chad. Okay, Drew. Good yeah, I mean, it is like he is. You're right he's there. Look, look at that, Zach. Courtside. You court, are right court there. Courtside at the fog. Look at this. There's our guys oh enjoying gosh. the game. Get out. There you Kansas go. Look at that. Oh, Ken's got a kid. Oh, he's got a Kansas pullover. Kansas. Don't let, Ken, don't you let Mark Blankenbaker see that. Don't you let Blake see that Kansas shirt, Ken. He's going to kick you right in the face. Watch out. Did you it's see this, James? Gave it to him. You see, now, James, I got to ask James this. James. James. Okay, so Dina was on the show. I haven't got to listen yet. How was his experience at the Fall Gallon last night? Do you love it? Do you love it? Yeah, yeah it was great, man. He was texting all night. It was great. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I just showed Anna and Zach the pictures. I'm such a history buff, but Fall Gallon is one I cannot get down with or respect because it's just... I just can't give that to them. I just can't. I love history. Like anywhere I know, else, I, I'm I'd with be you, Anna. geeked out. Like everyone's like, it. it's a bucket list place for me to watch a basketball game. Even I can. Duke, I don't care. I've seen. I've never been to a game in Cameron Indoor, but like I've been. I've like looked inside it. Like I've been around it. But I'd rather it, watch a game in a high school gym than watch a game at Cameron Indoor Stadium. And, and it, I Cameron Indoor it. would speak. But I, something about Kansas. Snotty nerds. I just can't do it. Kansas. I just can't. See, do I'd it. rather go to Kansas than go to Duke. I don't know what it is. There, I just can't I, get into it. I, I would. I, there. I, no. I don't I can't know what go to it Duke. is. I mean, all I see is these nerds going. I think it's like the and architecture and, 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 and wiggling their fingers at you. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you're all dorks. It's so like, like none of you have girlfriends. Yeah. None oh, of you have girlfriends. That was the thing. So when I lived and worked in D.C., you know, I would cover a lot of like Georgetown games. Yeah. At, they played it where the Wizards played, but then they also would do like their Midnight Madison stuff yeah. on campus. Wizards. It was like I was on a different planet. Nobody cared. Dikembe Mutombo was there. The student body did not care. Most of them... All of them are international students, too. Yeah. They had no idea what they were watching. I was like, you don't understand how cool this is. Go to the games. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's Georgetown basketball. Go, Go to the games. Patrick Ewing. Did not care. Oh, he sent some pictures. Oh, oh, oh. oh okay. Bob and Paul City. No, Bob and Paul. Bob. What, Bob and Paul? Oh, morning show. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. Oh, they were. Oh, they They're had them in the Raptors at Clemson. Oh, no. 
They are on a UFO up there. They had Bob and Paul on the roof. They're on and a different and he planet. Would score, that's when we were trying to come back. 45 28. <laughs> Bob and Paul are like, get us out of here. They're watching. They're uh, on a drone. Uh, abduct us. Rig, would you ever entertain Tyler Ulysses as a head UK head coach in the far, far future? Yes. But he's got to go coach somewhere else first. Yeah. Uh, he's impressed me. Texter, he's the, impressed me. Rig, I think the biggest example of Edwards' issues being mental is when he took four steps after getting an outlet pass on the break. He needs to sit a couple games to observe and analyze. Texter, Florida wins by seven. Texter, John Denver was born in Roswell. I didn't know that. Oh. All right. Let's go ahead and Whoa. get out of here. The high school hour is next. Thank you, Anna Trullo. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you, James Black, Zach Cantrell. Great job as always. Uh, trying to get Phil Baker, the money maker himself, in here tomorrow on a Thursday. We'll have the Blitz, Andy Sweeney, the roundtable. Everyone have a great night. See you tomorrow.